the source code podcast decipher's weekly news wrap podcast with input from our sources in the news this week CISOs and executives from the critical infrastructure sector discussed how boards of directors and executives are beginning to better understand the value of securing the operational technology that underpins critical infrastructure executives now better understand the potential risks of an increasingly automated ot environment but they are also realizing that existing enterprise IT security programs do not include OT, and there are several challenges that inherently exist in securing these types of devices. Robert Lee, CEO of Dragos, talked more about these challenges. Nowadays, though, as we've gone through a transformation, whether you call it digital transformation or industry 4.0 or whatever buzzwords you may want to use, uh, the thing that has taken place is complexity in the form of massive amounts of digitization, automation, and connectivity. We automate more today than we ever have before. That level of systems of systems interaction, that complex automation requires digitization and connectivity. And as our environments become more digital and more connected, it should be no surprise that we are seeing threats target those environments. Why OT security is really unique from IT security, besides the, the very nature of the physical environments, it's quite simply because the threats are different that target them. The way the threats operate, the tactics, techniques, the procedures, if you will, that they use are different. The systems can be different. The network communications and protocols and digital aspects can be different. The consequence of those breaches can be very different. The impact on the physical and environments and the people around us are very different. So it's always interesting to me that when you have different systems, different environments with different threats who operate differently that cause different consequence and different impact, we would somehow think that copy and pasting the same IT security approaches, solutions, standards, et cetera, into OT would be viable. And it simply isn't. In other news this week, after delays, Avanti rolled out its first round of patches for two known actively exploited vulnerabilities in its Avanti Connect Secure VPN and Avanti Policy Secure Appliances. Customers are being urged to immediately apply the patches as the flaws are being widely exploited by threat actors. The U.S. Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency, or CISA, on Wednesday told federal agencies to disconnect all instances of Avanti Connect Secure and Policy Secure appliances from agency networks within 48 hours. In order to bring products back into service, CISA said that federal agencies must first complete a factory reset of their impacted devices and then rebuild the devices following instructions provided by Avanti and upgrade to versions for which patches are available. This is a quickly evolving situation, but Avanti customers should be sure to update as soon as they can. Finally, in a testimony before a congressional committee on Wednesday, U.S. officials talked about the threat of cyber operations performed by the Chinese government and how that is shifted away from economic espionage to targeting U.S. critical infrastructure. FBI Director Christopher Wray, during the testimony, talked about the daunting offensive capabilities of these threat groups, with operators outnumbering FBI cybersecurity personnel by a factor of 50 to 1. 
He said there is too little focus on the fact that PRC hackers are targeting U.S. critical infrastructure, a fact that could have serious implications and impacts. Now, when I described the CCP as a threat to American safety a moment ago, I meant that quite literally. There has been far too little public focus on the fact that PRC hackers are targeting our critical infrastructure, our water treatment plants, our electrical grid, our oil and natural gas pipelines, our transportation systems, and the risk that poses to every American requires our attention now. China's hackers are positioning on American infrastructure in preparation to wreak havoc and cause real-world harm to American citizens and communities if and when China decides the time has come to strike. They're not focused just on political and military targets. We can see from where they position themselves across civilian infrastructure that low blows aren't just a possibility in the event of a conflict. Low blows against civilians are part of China's plan. But the PRC's cyber onslaught goes way beyond pre-positioning for future conflict. Today, and literally every day, they're actively attacking our economic security, engaging in wholesale theft of our innovation and our personal and corporate data. Nor is cyber the only PRC threat we face. The PRC cyber threat is made vastly more dangerous by the way they knit cyber into a whole-of-government campaign against us. Still, U.S. officials agreed during the testimony that the work that CISA and other government agencies do with the private sector is a vital part of defending against these types of threats. Thanks for tuning in to this week's Source Code podcast. If you like what you heard, feel free to subscribe and share on social media. Have a great weekend.